Hey, welcome back to I Decided to Record in a Tent. This is Season 2, Episode 12 of the Brawl Stars in a Nutshell Podcast. Uh, I don't know if I said this already, but I was just about to say, like I said, I'm making an episode about um, about the best showdown map for each brawler. This is... Uh, based on both his solos and duos. And it's I mainly tried basing it off of the range. Did they counter or if they are anybody who's actually meta in that map. And how good their super does. Sort of that kind of stuff. If they pair well with anyone in duos on this map. So I mean yeah, let's get right into the episode. So, starting off with the first map for Shelly, we have Rockwall Brawl. Shelly, um, oh yeah, also, uh, by the way, I am a pretty high trophy player, and just because of that, I'm trying to make it, I'm trying to make this a bit lower trophies, because otherwise Shelly is, is okay in literally every showdown map. Nita sucks, Colt sucks. Bull you can play, Jesse sucks, Brock sucks, Dynamite sucks, Bo sucks, Tick sucks, except in duos, 8-bit sucks, M sucks, Stu, okay, El Primo, insane, look, if I base this off of both only high trophies, however I'm basing it off of high trophies and low trophies, it would just be a total mess, that's what I'm trying to say. Oh, it's raining so hard outside my tent. Sorry if you guys hear any background noise. So, Shelly, um, in both lower trophies and higher trophies, I think that her best... I, I have played a PV a bit, so I have heard a bit of the meta, but only on, like, one map. But it's kind of a problem, because all my brawlers are ranked 21. But anyways. Uh, yeah, in my opinion, number one map for Shelly... In both trophy levels. Actually, mainly in lower trophies, just because Sir. Actually, Sir teleporting on Shelly is okay. But mostly in lower trophies is Shelly. She can just win so many of those 1v1 interactions at the start of the match. Once you have her band aid charged up at higher trophies, if a Surge teleports on you, I feel like they're actually most of the time dead because you got like 2k more health. And they don't realize that. Like, they don't know which star power you're using. So, yeah, you'll probably be able to destroy them. And Shelly, just in general, great showdown brawler, especially on this map. Then we have Nita. Nita's number one map, in my opinion, is Beast Bubble. Double Trouble. Double Trouble. Uh... At higher trophies, Nita sucks in showdown. I would not suggest playing her. But at lower trophies, Double Trouble is just such a great map for Nita. She can just get all those boxes in the middle with her pierce. And it's just very good to be able to do that. Also with Nita, I seem to find that a lot of people enjoy hiding behind the walls there. And if you can throw the bear over and just like... Spam the, uh, spam the big green button. They're 
they can actually be dead. It, it, it depends which star power you're using, actually, or if you have a star power or something. But you can at least get them pretty low and pinch them with your bear or something. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely very useful. Otherwise, not much to say about Rita. Then we have Colt. Colt's number one map is Dark Fantasies. You don't want to be using that terrible silver bullet gadget, so, of course, his best map is Dark Fantasies. Dark Fantasies is just, in general, a pretty long-range map, but not, like, too long-range. Uh, if he's coming up to anybody who's getting countered by, and he's in the corner of the map, he can easily just do the teleporter juke. I think everybody can do that by now. Uh, yeah. Cool. A very good brawler right now. On this map, especially at lower trophies. At higher trophies, he's kind of bad, but at lower trophies, he's pretty good. Uh, especially if you can just hang around the side and you can just chip at people, sort of. Very useful. Otherwise, don't set just playing Colt at high trophies. Now, Bull, uh, Bull in both higher trophies and lower trophies, his best map is Cavern Churn. This is also Shelly's best map at higher trophies, but Shelly's best map overall is Rockwell Brawl. Uh, yeah, Bull is just a shotgunner who does so much damage when you're up close. He's probably going to be able to want uh, to three-tap you. And if he three-taps you, then he'll just reload all his ammo and he'll do it again. Um, he is actually rated the best brawler inside of this map. His super can also break up the bush for his duo's teammate or something. And it's super close range. The only people that he's going to have problems with is Terra, Rico, and Bo. Uh, just because Bo and Terra have the vision stuff. And then Rico has that. Rosa, he shouldn't have any problems with. Just because Rosa, when she slows him, he's actually probably going to be the one defeating Rosa before Rosa is the one defeating him. Unless Rosa has shield. If Rosa has shield, this will not work. Uh, uh, next brawler gonna be Jesse. Jesse uh pretty much sucks in showdown. I don't know why I'm trying to push her there. <sighs> Call me an idiot, but I am one, so it doesn't really matter to me. But yeah, her best map if she was actually good, would probably be Risky Cliffs. Um, it just looks like a pretty good range for her in general. Oh my gosh. Sorry, guys. I'm just feeling like hello. My computer was on. I'm realizing that one side is completely wet. The whole thing isn't. Oh, so that's good. I don't have to put it somewhere else. Uh... But Risky Cliffs is just a good range for Jesse, and there are a lot of places where people will just barely get out of um, somebody by going behind a wall, and Jesse can just activate her turret, start pinching them, pop the gadget, and it's pretty much a free kill. So yeah, that that's very useful. After this, we have Baruch. Baruch's best map in lower trophies in... 
and sort of high trophies, I guess. If you want to push Brute, it's Acid Lakes, so <clears throat> it's just a good range for Brute. And if you have that gadget, <clears throat> you can jump over the lake and the wall and just get inside before somebody dies and just pick up that second place or something. Also, yeah, Brock is a very good bush camper on that map. It's also, like, very good range for him. Uh, so, yeah. And we have Dynamic. Dynamic's best map is also Acid Lakes, in my opinion. If you're using that insane Dynajimp star power, you can jump in. Um, his super, if you can super part of it, they're done. And his main attack just does really well as a thrower. I kind of want to change what I did for Sprout. Yeah, I will change it. Um, so yeah. Then we have Bo. Bo, I think we all know what his best map is. It's Caverno Cherno. Yep, it's Caverno Cherno. It's Caverno Cherno. Caverno Cherno is just, yeah. It just seems like a great map for Bo, in my opinion. Because of his circling eagle star power, you can just see everybody who's hiding, like the primos, the bulls, the uh, 10 power cube shellies with super. Well, that, like, a unmaxed shelly can one tap a maxed bow with her super. Did you ever think about that, huh? huh? Did you ever think about that? So, so long as the shelly is the same power level as the bow, it has the same power cubes in terms of showdown. They can one-tap the bow. Oh, wait, no, never mind. That's not how it works. But so, if the Shelly is the same power level, they can one-tap the bow, which I find pretty funny. Uh, so, yeah, Bo's best map, Cavern Turn. Uh, now we have Tick. Tick, either lower trophies or higher trophies, he sucks in showdown. So, I decided, hey, how about we just don't count solos for tick we just do duos so that's what i did and the result i came up with was the famed map which is in like half of these um when you get higher up in the rarities stormy plains um yeah he's really good with max over there he can just throw out his head very useful uh his mines are also really really good on that. Oh, see so yeah. Just like all my opinions on him. Yeah, that is like all my opinions on him. Uh, yeah, he's just great in that map specifically. Uh, yeah. And then we have 8-bit. Eight 8-bit's eight number one map. Gonna be Scorchstone. Jackson is going to be Scorchstone. So, <clears throat> Scorchstone, just in general, very long range map, meant for very high damage dealers. Example: people like B, Eight Bit, Amber, all pretty good on those maps. 
Yeah, Apich really shines on that map with his long range and everything. He can just do very, very well. But yeah. Pretty good in general. Then we have M's. M's is number one map, safety center. I think we all know this, um, but M's is number one map, is 100% safety center. Um, her area denial just provides so much. She's great in duos because her, her duos they make and hide in one part while she just blocks off everybody else. And then she's also great in solos. She can pierce. She can get the boxes. The only thing that might be her problem is the surge teleporting in on her. But hell, if the surge is teleporting in on her, she can just pop the gadget and knock away the surge. Spam two attacks or three attacks, and the surge is dead, and there's nothing you can do about it. So, M's, yeah, just in general, a insane brawler for that map. Next brawler, gonna be Stu. Gonna be, gonna be, gonna be. No, next brawler is Stu. Stu's number one map, in my opinion, is Scorch Stone. He's not a very high damage dealer, except. I really think that he's great at pushing there because uh, you're getting a lot of value from that breakthrough gadget because a lot of people like to hide when they're gone. And you can also break up the middle, which can really stop tanks just nearly completely just breaking up that one wall in the middle. They can't really hide that easily anymore. Uh, and also, a lot of people like to hide behind the cacti if you have that breakthrough gadget. Uh, you can just bam through the cacti, cactus, and spam three attacks. So, yeah. They really have to nerf Stu's breakthrough. Like, maybe it shouldn't give him a free super. Because, like, they made Buzz. It doesn't, it gives him a free super, but it's a downgrade. And then they're like, Stu, ah, what if it gives him a free super? But it's better than his normal super. Genius. Stupid. I mean, I get that Stu only takes one shot to charge a super, but that's just too overpowered, man. Okay. Uh, next brawler is El Primo. El Primo, uh, I pushed him all the way up to rank 25 on Cavern Churn, and I plan to push him up to 26, 27 on Cavern Churn. Um, there are just so many El Primos and Shellys and Bulls that you can team with. It's very easy to push them up. And then, um, there are just so many bushes that you can hide in until the smoke closes in too much. And when the smoke closes in too much at the end game, even if you're going up against someone who's going to destroy you, you can easily just walk around the circle until they die before you because you have really high health. Like, Crow, he, he's a pick in High show, Trophy Showdown. So, let's say you're going up against a Crow, and he's got, like, 10 power cubes. So, he's, like, 7360, and you're 8400. I, I, I would actually be at 7800 or something, because I pushed my El Primo up power 7. No suplex, nothing. He's really in the meta, so I decided to. That's probably why you guys are wondering, why isn't he higher? Because uh, I don't have his gadget or his star powers or anything for him. Uh, he was, like, my last rare brawler. Oh, uh, yeah, El Primo is very good in Cavern Churn. 
You can also use that super to break up some of the grass if you want. Uh, yeah, absolutely insane. <laughs> then we have Alo Alo Alo. My name is Rosa. So Rosa, also best map, is Cavern Turn. Uh, high trophies, she can actually team with the El Primos on this map. Uh, low trophies, Rosa can pretty much be played on any map with such a high win rate. Uh, but the reason that I think she's so good on this map is her Unfriendly Bushes gadget. Her Unfriendly Bushes gadget provides so much for Rosa. It pretty much helps everything that made Rosa weak. It's honestly the most overpowered balanced gadget. It's the most overpowered gadget that's not going to get a nerf. So, like... It's going to be overpowered for, like, a very long time. And then Supercell will probably realize that they need to nerf it. And they'll nerf it, to like, the damage. Maybe they'll just nerf it to one. Because once I got killed by this thing, it was pretty annoying. Oh, but yeah. Cavern turn, just the number one map for Rosa. Then we have Carlisle. Carlisle's the number one map. Is Stormy Plains, in my opinion. Uh, Stormy Plains. There are just so many walls that you're able to bounce your shot off of. It's very useful. However, at high trophies, uh, Carlisle sucks in solos. And in duos, you kind of have to play as Max or Tick to pick up the win. Uh, probably have to play Max and Tick. But in terms of lower trophies, Stormy Plains is probably Carlisle's best map. Uh, yeah, then we have Rico. At both low trophies and decently high trophies, like before, like at 600 to 650, Rico is insane on this map. You can just bounce his shots, and pretty much you outrange every single tank. Nobody plays sharpshooters. If they do, you as um, Rico will just bounce it off a couple walls and hit them from some weird angle. And then, even if you do get hit a couple times, you can just use the Bounty Castle gadget. If you heal up, to heal up from like one health to full health, you can bounce it off a couple walls. And you can also probably hit them using the Bouncy Castle gadget while healing too. Uh, that works really well. Uh, so yeah, Rico, in general, just a great brawler at both pretty high trophies and low trophy showdown on this map. Uh, however, if the El Primo does get, if an El Primo does get super, he wants to act tip Rico. You want to activate your gadget right away. Try to shoot it off a wall so that it'll hit them, and you get to heal. And then you just try to burst them down as well as you can. Hopefully, get your super and then kill them. Uh, yeah. Next, stupid. We got. What do we got? Next up, we got Penny. Penny the super rare. Penny the super rare. Penny the super. Penny the super rare. Penny the super rare. Penny the super rare. Penny the super rare. Penny. Why the hell did that pop into my head? So, um, Penny's number one map. 
I'm going to say is Scorchstone. Uh, before this, I would have said Clash Coliseum. Uh, but now that they removed it from the game and I am depression, um, it's just not not very good in Showdown anymore. Uh, especially at high trophies and at decently high trophies. At low trophies, though, even though I have no sense of meta at low trophies, I'm still trying, okay, with my BB. Played it on two maps. And I sort of noticed the meta. Oh, but anyways, yeah, the number one map for Penny is Scorched Stoned. So, Scorched Stone, uh, her splash damage gets a lot of use in Scorched Stoned. And her super, there are just so many great places you can put it. Hell, if you, and if you want to, you can use Pocket Detonator, blow it up, break an important wall. Uh, I would suggest using Captain of Compass, though, and if you can just fly it towards the middle, uh, it can just help you bush check or something. Uh, so, yeah, really good. Then, next up on the list, we have Daryl. Daryl's number one map is, in my opinion, Mystic Touch. Um, Mystic Touch, this is probably a huge surprise to you guys, because this is a mainly middle-range map. But I pushed Daryl from 500 all the way to 700. Not 500 all the way to 700, but 600 all the way. No, not 600. Well, I just was able to push him fairly easily on this map. Yeah, I think I pushed him from 600 to 700. Don't know for sure. Um, but yeah, he was very good on this map. You could just stand in a bush, wait for you to get your roll. Uh, grab an energy drink, roll on to someone, easily kill them with Daryl's high DPS. And yeah, it was super easy to play Daryl on that map. Uh, so yeah, that's why I think it's his number one map. Uh, moving on to the next brawler, we have Jackie. Jackie, uh, I, I, I think we all know that Jackie's best map is Feast or Family. Feast on Family. Uh, yeah, Feast on Family, just such a great map for Jackie. You can just rush mid, and with the large AoE that Jackie has, spam four, spam three attacks, wait for one to reload in the bush. And then go out, spam another attack, um, and then just pick up, like, eight power cubes. You can totally beast the entire game. It's also where a lot of short-range brawlers get played, uh, especially at sort of high trophies. Uh, like, I was pushing my BB yesterday in that map, and I noticed some stuff when I was pushing her from 506 to 550 to get that big juicy big box at 21,500. I got nothing from it, which was kind of depressing. And then Manchester yesterday got squeck. Uh, so now he's happy but depressed because he got brawler but he got squeck. And now he's just missing almost every single one of the legendaries except Amber. But which I find kind of funny. Moving on to the next brewler, we got Corona the Ruffs. Corona the Ruffs, yes, Corona Ruffs. No, that is random. That is super random. Anyways, moving on to the next brawler, 
we have Piper. So Piper, first of the rares, uh, epics. Uh, number one map, easily Dark Passage. She's just super long range, super long range. It's great for that map. There's just one spot where she can just hide in a bush and snipe people, and nobody's ever actually going to get you. Uh, and it's just a super long range map. She doesn't even have to win any 1v1s interactions. She just does a jump in a bush. Uh, spam two attacks. Uh, aim what well, two attacks really well on someone. And then just like pop an auto aimer. Not an auto aimer, a homemade recipe. And let it do it all for her. So yeah. Um, moving on to the next brawler. Uh, we have Pam. Pam, number one map, Risky Cliffs. I think that she's just very good to push on this map for some reason. Um, I feel like her range is perfect for this map. Her healing turret, you can just put it in so many places, like choke points, uh, and you're getting a lot of use out of it, especially with that Mama Squeeze star power. Uh, the Mama's Hug star power is also very, very good. Um, just getting that constant 48 heal. 148, 48, 48, 48. Very useful. So yeah, in general, Pam, very good brawler on this map. Sorry if I'm seeding up. I uh, accidentally uh, went, yeah, whatever. I won't say. Uh, then we have Frank, number one Frank map. Number one. Uh, I'm going to say is Mystic Touch, similar to Daryl. It, it looks like a great range for Frank. And you can probably hide out. Uh, until the end game at high trophies, Frank is pretty good because he can team with the primos. So yeah, you can just hide out, um, and then pop your super, and you break up the wall, and then you can go in, but slowly too, so it'll probably pick you up some trophies, if any. It also, uh, there are a lot of places where a Frank can just take cover. In case he's being constantly shot at and being bullied. Uh, there are just so many places where he can take cover. So yeah, very good map for Frank. Next brawler is going to be Griff. Griff's number one map, in my opinion, is Risky Cliffs. Like Pam, he has the great range. Oh, I just realized everybody's like, Oh my god, Griff does insane damage. And then there's just Pam who does more damage than Griff. That's a lot of damage. And nobody uses her. And then they're like, oh, Griff is S tier because he does crazy damage. And then they're like, oh, Pam is B tier because she doesn't do very much damage. Like, I get it that she doesn't do the most from long range. It's just kind of funny for me. Anyways, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Super is also very good on that map because it's not getting stopped by very many walls. Um, yeah, Griff in general, great brawler on that map, but at least just pushing him on it. Stupid, where'd my mouse go? There it is. Sorry about that. <sighs> Stupid. Alright. Next brew that is B. Uh, before Galaxy, the Galaxy was removed. I would have said the Galaxy, she was absolutely insane on that map. Uh, but now that it was removed, I have to say Dark Fantasies. Uh, Dark Fantasies, it just looks like a good range for B in general. And a lot of high damage dealers are pretty good on that map. Another decent map for B is probably like Scorched Stone, maybe. 
But yeah, she's really good in dark fantasies, in my opinion. Because she just has that great range. She can deal a lot of high damage, kill the more squishy brawlers at lower trophies. And at higher trophies, she can counter every single tank in the game. Um, her insta load star power also helps her a lot. There are certain choke points where you can place her gadget. So yeah, being really good on that. Uh, next up, we have Nanny Edgar. Sorry, Edgar's number one map: Feast or Family. Feast on Family. Uh, Feast on Family is just a super close range map, which Edgar is generally really good on. Um, yeah, he can just destroy anybody who gets in his way, and he can rush mid, grab all the cubes, pop the gadget, jump on someone. It is the life of the Edgar. Uh, yeah, Edgar's just a very good brawler on, especially that map. Um, so, yeah, definitely suggest pushing him there. Uh, moving on to the next brawler is Nanny. Nanny's number one map is, in my opinion, Dark Passage. She just has the perfect range for it. Like, it's, it's very long range. And Nanny has very long range. And her super also goes really far. You could even use it to check those bushes. Uh, she's also great at bush checking, uh, which really helps on that map. Because a lot of people just like to hide in places like the lower left bush or the upper right bush. Or literally any bush on that map. There are a lot of bush campers who play that map, including me. I could probably give you a list of the best spots to bush camp on each map. Honestly, that's how much of a bush camper I am. I, I, I yeah. Uh, but yeah, a very good brawler on that map, in my opinion. Because of the long range and stuff. And we have BB. BB is the last brawler before I have to cut the recording. So, if you're cut, there's no big surprise. Uh, I'm also going to try to rush this a bit. So, BB's number one map is Skull Creek. Uh, there are so many skulls that she is able to destroy. And that that really um, that, that somehow really helps BB, in my opinion. Uh, she's just the best at destroying those skulls, uh, which can actually really help. Uh, and then, she also pierces, easily destroy the boxes. Uh, you get a lot of value out of her knockback shot. Uh, sometimes you don't get any value, but sometimes you can get a lot of value. Uh, you can even choke people off with your home run shot. Uh, by the way, if you didn't know, BB's bar or bat spins when she has her home run shot. Um, yeah, BB, uh, I think she's a great brawler on this map. My only problem is that if you spawn in the wrong spot, you're just going to be terrible range for that map. Uh, so yeah. Uh, I just cut the recording. Moving on to the next one, though. Over, I'm not slacking off. I'm actually doing it now. So, uh, Yeah, we just have the mythics, the legendaries, and the chromatics to go. So, let's start off with Jean. Uh, Jean's number one map is, in my opinion, once again, dark fantasies. The range is pretty much perfect for her. Uh, she just has such a widespread attack, too, that it can easily hit most people. Mm-hmm. Jean just has a very great attack for that map. And then her pull, you can use it to pull people across the water. 
um, so that they can't get away from you. You can also use it to juke them and pull them on the jump pad and jump pad them into the smoker, juke them onto the teleporter and pull them into the teleporter and then they die. You can actually use Gene's pull for quite a lot of things. Um, so yeah, Gene, uh, number one map, easily this one. Next up on the list, we have Mortis. Mortis, number one map, Stormy Plains. In duos, Mortis is actually okay on this map, and in solos, he is actually pretty good on this map. Uh, the only problem to Mortis on this map would probably be a Surge jumping on him and uh, going on him, and then you might have to run away, because uh, then the Surge would just get his upgrade, dodge all the Mortis shots, uh, maybe get out of it if he had to. Um, but Surge would probably end up killing Mortis, it's the moral story, but in both duos and solos, uh, throwers are actually a pretty common pick on this map, I've noticed at low trophies, higher trophies, it's all Surge, uh, but I've noticed when I was pushing my BB up, in, like, those two days, um, throwers were actually being played a lot, uh, so Mortis, um, he really, he really hard, really hard, really hard counter. I mean, if you can get on top of them, they're pretty much dead. Uh, so yeah, Mortis, really good. Uh, then we have uh, Max. Number one Max map is Stormy Plains. Uh, Max isn't the best in the meta right now, but I think we all know that Max tick on Stormy Plains. Uh, if you don't have it, you're done for. And she's also really good on that Solos map, too. Uh, she can just speed herself up, run around everywhere. Especially with the Tick, though, in duos, she can. the Tick can also spam some few shots. Uh, and just place them in places. Uh, very useful strategy. So, yeah. Number one max map is going to be that. Uh, then we have Mr. P. Mr. P is the most meta showdown, 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 brawler, and brawler, right? Uh, another day. Another laugh saved. Uh, but when I was pushing my, uh, my nanny and scored a stone, I noticed that there were some people who were playing Mr. P, and in duos, there were some people who were playing Mr. P when I was playing with Manchester, and I realized that he is insane on this map. If he can shoot it over the walls, you're pretty much dead. Uh, his revolving door star power also works really well, along rather than handle with care. Both his star powers are great on this map. His first and second gadget are pretty good. I would actually suggest his second one on this map rather than his first one because you can get the porter over the wall, uh, and it's less likely to die than a fifteen hundred health porter or whatever it is. Uh. Yeah, Mr. Reed, a great pick on this map, and really just pushing him. Then we have Sprout. Uh, Sprout, number one map. Uh, I said Stormy Plains before, but now I've realized that it's actually easily Acid Lakes. I can't believe how dumb I was. Uh, but Acid Lakes, Sprout, you get his super, and then you can just place it in one part of the map. Imagine you got a double Sprout team. There's just, like, two Sprouts hiding in the middle. There's supers and everything. And uh, the transplant gadget also works really well on this map. Uh, photosynthesis is insane on this map, considering that there's a pretty good amount of bushes. That sprout's going to be in a bush every five, 
four or five seconds. So he's going to have the permanent shield on that map, which makes Sprout very good. Um, so, yeah. Absolutely insane ruler on that map. Absolutely insanitary. Uh, the next brawler is going to be Terra. Terra, number one map. I think we all know it's Cavern Churn. A gadget is super useful on Cavern Churn. Uh, you can pop that gadget, see where everybody is, and yeah, you like won the game sort of. You just get like two, three free kills from that gadget every time you use it. So. <laughs> Yeah, I guess he did win the game. She's also really good in duos, paired with uh, either a bow or a Rosa, a very sweaty team. Uh, and she's insane in solos in general, too, even at high trophies. Uh, Zatara, number one. Yeah, very good. Very, very good on that map and very good in general in solos so i mean it was actually a bit difficult to pick uh, but yeah now we have uh, two very bad brawlers in solos byron uh, byron easily his worst map uh, best map sorry is dune drift his dune drift is a great range for byron uh, byron most of the time you're gonna be playing him in duos and he's easily going to be able to heal up his teammate. And uh, his teammate's probably going to be mid-range. Which means somewhere in between 39-20 to like 50-40 health. Uh, which means that you could probably easily heal them up to uh, what they need to be. With about 3 attacks. Uh, hopefully they aren't too low. Most of the time you should be able to. Especially with a couple power cubes. Um, so yeah, uh, just a very good pick on that map for duos, and he kind of sucks in solos, so don't suggest playing him. Uh, then for the last mythic, I feel, whatever, we have a Squeak, so Squeak, um, he is the worst brawler inside the meta, never suggest playing him, he sort of sucks, everybody plays him though, it's kind of weird, I think that his number one map is Skull Creek. He provides quite a bit of area denial. He can destroy those skulls easily if he needs a way to get away or something. Yeah. Yeah, there's not much else to say. Um, yeah. He is, AoE is also quite useful on that map. So, even though he sucks, he still has a decent showdown map that you can use him in. There's just this huge puddle of water above my tent. And I feel like it's going to just break and fall on me. Yes, I'm not weird. You are. Okay. Uh, next map. Next brawler, Leon. Leon's number one map is Dune Drift. With that smoke trail, star power on this fairly long range map, he can do really well. He can also chip from pretty long range until his teammate can kill them this is easily leon's number one map and then once he gets his super he can get a free kill chain his super over and over again there's also a lot of great places to put his lollipop um 
his invisible star power is also pretty good. And in solos, if you really want to, you can use his FTR clone projector. And it can work pretty okay against somebody who doesn't pierce, who is normally played on those kinds of maps because they don't need to pierce to get boxes or anything. Um, <sighs> Leon number one. No, but like seriously, Leon is number one on that map. Uh, next up, Amber. Uh, like most high damage dealers, she is great on Scorch Stone, and I would easily call it her number one map. Uh, she just can destroy those boxes in the middle, and then uh, slowly get people, probably get like one, two kills, and then she can pop her super, throw it in the bush, um, maybe get a kill, I don't know. And then she'll be out, and then break up the bush, and she'll be out like five power cubes. So that's very useful. And then she'll just be able to melt everybody else, um, especially right after she opened up that bush. It provides a lot of main control for Amber, uh, which makes her very good. Uh, so. Yeah, next brawler, Sandy. Sandy's number one map is, in my opinion, Tusha Mystic. So, Mystic Touch. Uh, she can just tighten those bushes. Her gadget seems to get a lot of use because she can uh, pop the gadget, stun them, and run away behind a wall before they can do anything. Uh, which is a very useful ability to have. And then, if you get her super... Uh, I think that her super range is actually large enough so that you can transfer through the two bushes, which can actually be very, very useful. Um, and it just makes Sandy, even though it's probably her worst mode solos, maybe after Bounty or something. And actually, nah, I think her worst mode is solos, like I said in the pod episode. Um, yeah. Sandy. Uh, just a great brawler for that map. Oh, I hope this episode blows up because I sort of want it to. Because it's about solos. And I sort of want some more listens. I'm about to hit 150 listens, everybody. Please listen to more. I'm probably going to hit like 100, 200 by the time I come back from vacation. And all my pre recorded episodes. Um. So then we have Spike, Spike, and Spike and Crow. Spike and Crow's number one maps are Ass Lakes. Uh, they're both fairly long range brawler. So Spike, he's very good at destroying those boxes in the middle. Uh, his life plant gadget also gets a lot of use, and he can just hide out on the sides for probably long enough in duos and pretty long in solos to just pick up like a third or second place. Because mainly in solos at high trophies, uh. Yeah, you just see a lot of people just standing in the corners waiting for who's going to die first. Also, Spike, with his new life plant gadget, might not die first. He can just get it to tank for him a bit. And then he can stand up. And then it's just getting engulfed by the gas. And it gives Spike 4360 health because the gas does splash. Um, which is very useful for Spike. Um, Yeah, I would definitely call this Spike's number one map for solos and then we have crow uh crow he's a great range for it crow's best um thing is solos 
Test game mode, it's solos. And with that slowing toxin gadget, he can be super toxic. And if you get his jump, you can save it till the end. And then jump in on the guy who's in the middle. Maybe actually kill them. I don't know for sure. Uh, but that That is also very good. Um, so Crow, very easy to pick up in first place. Even in duos. You can just do like the exact same thing, except he jumps on the team in the middle. Might be a bit more difficult, but yeah. Crow is number one. Now, moving on to the chromatics, we have Gale. Gale's number one map is, in my opinion, Skull Creek. Very good at destroying those skulls, and his shot provides a lot of area denial. His super does too. Um, and then, if you can. Um, there are just some certain places where you can place your gadget, and it pretty much gives you just a very easy choke point and a free win, even against a very high tower keep person, so long as they're not a surge, which is a pretty popular pick on that map, or anybody with a wall-breaking ability, so a Colt with Super, a Shelly with Super, a dumb Colt using Silver Bullet, uh, any smart stew, any smart Brock, actually either Brocks, uh, both his gadgets work well. So yeah. Oh, uh, and we have Surge. Surge's number one map is Rockwell Brawl. His big green button gets a lot of use over there. I know that I'm calling it a big green button. But I think we all know that. What I'm saying is his gadget gets a ton of use there. Uh, you can just. Use it and spam three attacks. And anybody can die in that time. Um, yet they're done for. And you can pick up pretty easy win on that map. Um, also, before this, and if they happen to add it back, there were energy drinks on this map. Um, so energy drinks. Um, also make Surge pretty good on this map if there were energy drinks or... If there are going to be energy drinks, um, like there used to be. So yeah, this has like always been Surge's number one solo map. Then we have Colette. Colette, I think her number one solo map is Double Trouble. So she has no wall-breaking ability to get those people who are behind the wall. However, uh, she can super over that water, which is pretty nice. Uh, she does some pretty good damage against those tanks. And then... Um, even though she sucks at opening the boxes in the middle, she can easily get some kills of the people who open the boxes in the middle and steal their power cubes. And then in duos, she probably will have a Pierce teammate, and they'll both be able to rush mid, Colette defending the Pierce teammate, while the Pierce teammate grabs all the cubes, like an M's or Anita or something. So Colette, a very good on this map. I would definitely suggest playing her. Her super is good, her main attack is good. The only problem with her is that she does not pierce. However, she does hard counter those Alperinos, which is pretty nice. And we have Lou. Lou's number one map is Dooner, so there's a large problem with Lou. Um, in maps where Lou is good, his super is not the best, because Lou is fairly long range. And then in maps where Lou's super is good, Lou is not the best, because those maps are fairly closed off with a good choke points. However, Dune Drift has sort of both. There are certain spots where you can choke people off with your super and your new cryo syrup gadget. And then 
there are also certain spots where I'm sorry. <clears throat> there are also certain spots where you can uh, get a lot of value out of that range that Lou has. Um, yeah, there isn't actually any problem with Lou on that map. Hell, you can stand in a bush, and I would say that you did well with Lou. You probably did anyways. Picked up a kill, at least. Um, so Lou, definitely great pick on that map. Then we have Ross. Uh, I said his number one map was Skull Creek. I probably had no idea what I'm talking about. That was sort of just came to my head. So, um, Skull Creek, it's a very sort of open range map. Uh, which is pretty good for Colonel Ross, considering he has some pretty good range. And in duos, he can easily break up those skulls, which can actually help some people. Um, his Pierce teammate, I'm assuming, uh, will likely be able to break up the box in the middle, unless it's like a gene, but if it's a gene, then that's pretty good. And um, you're actually also getting a lot of value out of both his star powers on that map in duos and out of his only usable one in solos uh, for that map. Uh, his other gadget, uh, the worst one, the one where he calls a barrage of rockets to come, is actually decent on this map because it provides area denial. And his sandbags is good because he can hide behind, uh, so some people can't area deny him. Um, then we have Bell. Bell number one map is Dark Passage. So, Dark Passage. Oh, yeah, she's just very long range, so this really helps her. Her marker is also very long range. If you can mark someone like an El Primo, they're pretty much dead to like you and maybe some other Pipers on that map. Because you're going to be doing like. 3k damage per shot with the pipers, and you're gonna be doing like 2k damage per shot, which is very good. And then, also, uh, yeah, also, uh, yeah, is that, a, oh, yeah, that's the log on my tent. I'm gonna knock him off, should I? Oh, he's probably never gonna get up. That's too bad for him. Uh, then finally, we have Buzz. Buzz's number one map is, in my opinion, Dune Drift. Uh, yeah, his super, very good there. Uh, you can easily charge it up. And then with the tougher torpedo star power, you can backstab people very easily. Uh, tougher torpedo is actually the better one in solos, because if you think about it, you're going to be teaming to get your super. Or you're probably just going to get it anyway. And then you're probably going to be out close to someone. Tougher Torpedo could actually be better, which is sort of weird to say. Um, yeah. I just find that's a very good buzz map. His range is okay on this map, and he can do well against, like, a Leon who came up on him. So, I guess that's it for this episode, and I'll see you in the recording that I'm making today about all the traits and releasing next week. So, I'll see you on the flip side.